0: I don't know about you, but if you listen to these words, it really tugs at my heart. Isn't it wonderful to know that we're redeemed, that He has set us free? And it's amazing how just God has stepped into our lives and absolutely changed us. If you have your Bible with you, would you like to turn to Psalm 23? Psalm 23, uh, very well known. That Psalm, sure, was you could probably stand up and quote it without even looking at the Bible we're going to look at Psalm 23 Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd I shall not be want He makes me lie down in green pastures He leads me beside quiet waters He restores my soul He guides me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake Father we thank you and praise you for the comfort that this psalm has brought to many people through the years we thank you only Father that it will never lose its power and it will never lose its meaning and we thank you for the great shepherd of our soul, the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life, who died upon the cross so that we may find that forgiveness of sins and peace with God because of Christ death upon the cross we thank you and praise you seated at the right hand side of the Father interceding for us tonight so come and speak into our souls in Jesus name Amen (coughs) this um, (coughs) took a totally different meaning to me probably just over three years ago I was uh, in a mission in Greenock uh, Barners Court we were having meetings every night but what had happened is my mum had taken her well and, and she was in the the, the hospital and she was in the hospital and we knew she was dying. But I was involved in a mission and what happened is after the, the mission and night I got to the hospital and just sat with my mom and my brother and my sister and we stayed with my mom all night because we knew that she was passing away and what happened is, we're just sitting there and sitting, and my mum was so ready to go. you probably heard me talk about my mum quite a lot, uh, you'll read about it in the wee book as well. My mum had a, a difficult life, drink and just depression and divorce and just, uh, things were difficult, but Jesus changed completely changed their life. And you know, I would come up for the mission and go out and sit with my mum and chat to my mum and and read the scripture to her and, and I remember one night my niece was there Pamela and about 12 o'clock at night she was leaving and she gave her gran a kiss she says gran I'll see you in the morning and my mum says I hope you don't see me in the morning I'm home to be dead uh, she just wanted to go home she didn't want to, to live anymore and uh, the doctor came in to give her some medicine and she says doctor wait a minute is that going to help me get better she says no no it's just make you feel comfortable that's fine then because uh, she just wanted to go home <coughs> and what happened is because I was away in the middle of this then just coming up and staying the night there uh, Jansy told me my, one of my girls was of missing us a bit so for a night on the way home stayed the night in the house and then in the morning I come in early and I come in early in the morning uh, to the hospital and so I just got in and I saw my mum and I got down beside her bed I took her hand and this is exactly the timing down beside her bed took her hand and opened it psalm 23 and read psalm 23 and then I prayed for her and as if she stopped breathing she did stop for a while and then started breathing again and she took 12 12, about 12 breaths and then she passed away passed away absolutely beautiful Uh, her, her death was lovely And everything that happened all round about it. So this psalm has got even a more special meaning to me because of that picture I have in my life. But isn't it great that we can get to know who this psalm is talking about? David says, the Lord is my shepherd. And that meant personal to him. That he knew God is his own personal uh, shepherd. And isn't it great tonight? we're here and we know and love the Lord Jesus Christ Then we can say that we know God in a personal way that we know Him, that He's the one who's changed us and transformed us hey, I was in uh, uh, one of the coffee shops the other night there and I was waiting for my wife and my door coming in, <coughs> and, there three in and I see young people on my left hand side and I wasn't really nosy but I could hear they were talking about the Bible and as soon as you hear somebody talk about the Bible, you want to join in and, and these three young people were talking about what does this book of the Bible mean in Old Testament, what does this mean in Old Testament and they're chatting like this I thought, i better talk to them before my wife comes in because she'll say, don't bat in somebody's conversation. And I said, excuse me, are you, ta- are you talking about the Bible there? I hear you quoting books of the Bible. Oh yes, yes, we're, we're reading over it so we could understand it and share it with people. I says oh, that's, that's wonderful uh, are you a Christian? I says I'm a Christian, are you a Christian? oh no, we're Jehovah witnesses oh right ok and uh, so spending the next 20 minutes sharing m- my faith in Christ and my salvation is in Christ and my assurance is in Christ an amazing time. and actually I've got my phone number we're going to give us a phone now and he says what would you like to, to come and talk to you about Talk, come and talk to us about how can you know that you're saved so they're going to come and we're going to have a conversation uh, so what I'm saying is they don't know whether they're going to make it or not they don't know they just to keep on going but isn't it great if you're here and you know and love the Lord Jesus Christ we can say that God is my shepherd and I am saved and I know that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And David went on to say, I shall not be in want. And it's tremendous to know that as David could say, that God was his great provider. If you're here tonight, you know love of the isn't it wonderful that God has provided salvation for us? Because you can't save yourself, and I can't save myself. It's only because of Jesus dying on the cross of Calvary. That's the only way we can be get saved. And, and I know you know that. But it's great to remind ourselves we're only saved because of the cross. Not because of church, not because of being a good character, not because of trying to live a clean life, but because of the cross. That's the only reason that we can become a child of God. Because God has provided. He's provided salvation, He's provided a way back to God. And David could say, I shall not be want. But God has only provided salvation for us. Isn't it tremendous how he provides for our daily needs? David says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or having to beg for bread. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or having to beg for bread. Isn't it wonderful how God looks after us? And God takes care of us. And it's great how you can go in the morning, you can open up your cupboard, and there's a choice of food in the morning. I remember going to Belarus <coughs> many years ago, and uh, there was no food in the shops. It's not that uh, it was too dear, it's just there was none. They'd run out of food, and there was only stuff that they were grown that they could eat. But here we are, and God is good to us. And it's great to have a thankful heart it's great of a heart to give God thanks for the way he provides for the way he takes care of us because he is our great shepherd and he's the one who takes care of us and looks after us Sandy's going to get fed up with me saying this but he always reminds me of a situation in my life and I was going to mention it the other night uh, at the Alan's meeting but when my wee brother died, I don't come from a rich family, right? When my wee brother died, uh, well, he was murdered, we we never had the money to bury him. and My mum definitely never had the money, And I was a student and all that, we just, there wasn't a lot of cash there wasn't a lot of cash about. And then we got the money together to, to bury him, and then t- to buy the food and go and have a cup of tea, and Sandy opened up the Maranatha. And then we had some bits and pieces together to pay for the bill. And we an to piece of the bill and Sandy knew nothing, he knew nothing about what was going on in our family. And he says, Forget it, Gordon. It's a gift. And he never ever took anything. And I want to tell you something see that spread that they put on? I remember my relationship saying, I hope when I die, this is the type of spread that I get. Because the sandwiches got fresh. Everything was because when my granddad, died, my grandpa took him to a wee dingy pub and the uh, sandwiches were hard and the place was with the smoke, because you could smoke in the pubs then. Uh, but we were in the Maranatha. And I'll never forget my auntie saying, I want uh, my food to be like what happened at John's funeral," And that was Andy that had done that for us. And here we were chasing, we had a clue how we were going to get through it. But God knew how we were going to get through it and they used Sunday and mm. what I'm saying is you may be in a situation in your life and it may be not be fan financially it can be something else how are we going to get through it God is our great provider it's God that provides it's God that takes care of us it's God that shelters us it's God that leads us and it's God that looks after us you know We've just moved house, you know the story. We had a big hassle. Now the big hassle, my brain working through this about moving house and all that. The faith mission bought a house. and They never had the money to buy it, but they says we'll buy that house. And they gave the man the offer, the money they had for it, and they had that amount of money for the house, but because that was a bigger circle, and they just says let's pray because we don't ask hope for money let's pray that God will bring in the money for the Thompsons' house we've put in an offer, it's been accepted we need it, so let's pray and the faith has started to pray because they don't tell folk ten days ten days before the cheque had to be signed all the money came in, isn't that amazing ten days well it was amazing to me because ten days and that's what we say to you God is a great provider and God will look after us as we're not being one and God has provided salvation and God is going to provide daily strength for every single struggle that we have in our life and every single situation that we have in our life I had the privilege of uh, leading my auntie to the Lord uh, in Worcester Hospital and uh, that was the auntie It's said I hope my funeral was not John's and uh, she did that actually have a, a nice one um, <coughs> My auntie passed away and what happened is i we been playing we were getting out, get see her, she was in Worcester Hospital but her daughter was over from America son was up from London and then her other daughter from and one from Warratt and one from Worcester and they are all there busy 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 and we're praying that we'd get in ourselves with nobody there to talk to my auntie Mary. Anyway, it goes over to the hospital and nobody was in, all the family were away, it was just a nurse. And then the nurse left and left me alone there uh, and I says that Mary, can I talk to you? And I didn't know that she was what to talked to me but she told my mum, uh, I says, you know what's happened in my life and you know the change in my life and it's Jesus. And she she says to me, Gordon, how can I know that my sins are forgiven? How can I know that my sins are forgiven? And to be able to just sit at her hospital bed and just share Jesus with her. And then have the privilege of pointing her to the Lord Jesus Christ. And then she says, all that running about and what for? And she looked over her life. All that running about. And what for? And that was on the Friday and on the Monday she passed away. And it was great for the family to see the change and the peace that she had because she'd given her life to Christ. God is our great provider. And in and through our circumstances, if we look to the Lord, the Lord will help us and guide us. In Second Peter <coughs> chapter 3 and verse 18 it says but grow in spiritual strength and become better acquainted with our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ but grow in spiritual strength and become better acquainted with our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ God is provided for us we, we know him personally if we've given our, our heart to the Lord but he's the one who's provided salvation, he's the one who provides strength but also he provides spiritual food for us day by day we have to grow grow in the things of God and the only way we can grow is by opening up the Bible and reading the scriptures and standing in the promises of God Peter says about growing eh, we have to grow in our spiritual strength we have to grow and get to know him better and see as you grow and get to know him better isn't it true then when we come across situations in our life we're not trying to work it out ourselves we're trying to work it out what does God say about this situation how often have you been in a situation and you've tried to deal with it yourself and you've came to a dead end and then when you come to that dead end you realise I need to pray about this I need to just completely hand this over to God and I believe that God wants us to grow spiritually and he has given us the, the food <coughs> the food to grow spiritually he given us the ability to be able to look to him we know the bible says "The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want but yet how often do we look to ourselves? How often do we look to our own abilities? There's a preacher once says, become biblical thinkers. Become biblical thinkers. So as we grow in the Lord, when we come up against difficult situations, then we know that we can lean and rely on the Lord. You know, when my dad loved the Oban, my dad was a, a keep fit instructor. Uh, he was in the keep fit he was a black belt second dad at judo but also he was a keep fit instructor and uh, there was this lady still one day She, it's a lady who liked her spuds so i let like work out the rest of yourself uh, she's anyways, you know what I mean so she was big and anyway she says to my dad Bill, when I lose weight I'm going to start coming to your keep fit class when I lose weight, I'm going to start coming to your Kids fit class. And my dad says, no, 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 no. You just come the way yeah. you are. Just you come the way you yeah. are. That's my job, to get you sorted. You know, my dad says to me, he says, Gordon, he says, I told her just to come the way she was, and I'll deal with it. He says, I believe that's what God said to me. He says, I'm trying to tidy up my life. He says, but God's saying, just come the way you yeah. are. And how much truth is in there? Amen. God tells you just come the way you yeah. are and when you come the way you yeah, are God deals with us God looks after us God takes care of us God shelters us God provides for us God helps us in and through our ups and our downs in our life because as we know and love the Lord Jesus Christ he's a shepherd and he's a good shepherd and the good shepherd looks after his sheep it says in verse 2 he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. And here is a lovely picture. You picture in your mind sheep getting led beside green pastures, everything they need, all the food's there, <coughs> quiet, quiet waters, because sheep won't drink from where there's troubled waters, and he's peaceful water, and he's Slowly running water because of we frightened animals. And here's a wonderful picture of God bringing the sheep into a peaceful situation because there's green pastures, there's quiet waters. And to me, that's a, a lovely picture of peace. A lovely picture of peace. And isn't it great that that's the peace that God brings into our life? God can bring peace into life even though we can be experiencing troubles even though we can experience difficulties in our life but when we come and surrender our time and surrender our problems and surrender our difficulties and surrender our everyday life to him he gives us peace in our heart how often have you started out in a day and you've run in a day and you've not opened up the bible that's happened to me. And there's sometimes I've just to stop and go away and just say, I need to stop and calm down here and have a wee read. And just have a, a time of being still in the Lord's presence. Because you've run into a busy day. And you've run into that busy day without sitting at the feet of Jesus. And we know that when you take time to sit at the feet of Jesus, the day goes better. I know mine does if I sat at his feet and take that time to be still and know that he is God which is behind us the day goes better but when you run into the day and thinking oh, I'll get it later later never comes because there's always something always something and there's always something and talking totally something to get done and here is a lovely picture of peace God coming and helping his sheep in, in Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says You'll keep in perfect peace Him whose mind is steadfast Because he trusts in you You'll keep in perfect peace Him whose mind is steadfast Because he trusts in you And then Psalm 32 David says I will instruct you and teach you In the way you should go I will counsel you and watch over you And is it tremendous that God is very practical very practical and sometimes we can get so stressed out and struggle with so many things and the stress and the struggle is coming because we're not taking strength from the Lord our stress and struggle is coming because we're not taking our strength from the Lord but when we keep focused He brings a calmness into no matter what our situation is, no matter how small we think it is, no matter how big we think it is, God brings a calmness and a stillness into our life. In verse 3, it says, He restores my soul, He guides me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Praise God if you are here tonight and you know the Lord personally. Praise the Lord if you know that the Lord provides. He provides salvation. He provides daily strength. And praise the Lord when we look to him. He provides peace in our heart. But you know I believe as it says in verse 3. David says he restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. I believe that God leads us in the path of righteousness. God doesn't lead us in unrighteous paths. You know, you may not believe this. But I remember someone coming to and saying to me about, <coughs> about 20 years ago, Gordon, eh, I'm at work just now when we're at work I've fallen, this person was a Christian I've fallen for a man at my work and I really like him and I want to ask you is this relationship right and I was wondering where she was coming from she says he's married I say sorry she says I want to pray about it because I really like him I says you don't need to pray about that he says you don't even need to pray about that because it's wrong it's wrong you don't, there's things that you don't need to pray about if it's in the bible and it tells you a way to live you don't need to pray is it alright if I don't live that way good job. Okay. you need to live it you don't need to pray about it it's in the bible it's already there when we hear the answer he says I knew that but I just wanted to see if you say it was ok Friends, we need to be careful with our advice. We want to give godly advice. We want to give godly counsel. We want to share God's word. Because it's not what you think, and it's not what I think. It's what does God say. God's word is settled in heaven. God's word is settled in heaven. So our counsel and our advice... Comes from the book, from the Word of God, and God's Word is clear in telling us He wants us to live a life of righteousness. He wants us to live a life of holiness. He wants us to live a life that glorifies Him. And I believe God wants purity in our lives. Now we know if we're a Christian, were sinners saved by the grace of God but there should be a desire in our heart for his glory there should be a desire in our heart for his glory in our life Psalm 24 says who shall ascend the hill of the Lord of who shall stand in his holy place he that has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity and we want to experience the blessing of God it's the pathway of righteousness. We look round about us, and I don't need to say too much, but look what the government's passing. You know, um, a friend of ours was, son was getting a, like a, a card for their kid, you know, when they are a certain age, and this wee discount card. And it says, what are you? Are you a boy or a girl? or an in between, or this or are you that, or are you something else and that was for a child's card what are you, a boy, or a girl or in between, or this, or that or something else we have lost a plot and when you wander away from the scriptures and don't take your standards from the scriptures anything goes anything goes you can live whatever way you want. You can behave whatever way you want. You can... Sin is, isn't sin anymore. But as Christians, our rule comes from the Scriptures. And if we want to be God's blessing, we need to live according to God's law, according to God's word, according to God's ways, and let people see, hopefully, the beauty of Jesus through our life. David could say, the Lord is my shepherd. And I hope tonight, (coughs) as we come to a close, that you can say, the Lord is my shepherd. Because when God is your shepherd, he's the one who'll provide for you. He's the one who'll take care of you. And he's the one who'll look after you. And he's the one who'll shelter you. And he's the one that we look to. No matter what we're going through. It's a Lord that we look to. And you know something? He'll never leave us. And he'll never forsake us. Because we can say, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. You know, I was over in in Northern Ireland, where Jansi's dad lives it's the country and uh, this was just as we finished this was not that long ago well it was in between Christmas and New Year and we over for a couple of days and uh, there's a, a field next to him and there's a man there who puts sheep in the field and uh, we come back one night and this sheep was lying upside down and all our sheep were away uh, but my brother-in-law had noticed it before we'd left and uh, then he thought we need to go and help that sheep Cause seemingly if a sheep lands on its back, it carried it up and it had uh, the wee lambs inside it <coughs> and it was just lying there, it must have been lying there for hours, upside down, so we went over to it and it was just still as anything and we grabbed it and turned it round so it could go and the garden's legs, it was a bit wobbly at the beginning and then it steadied itself up and then it looked round about for the other sheep and then I just headed it off, they didn't even say thank you as well, <laughs> shocking yeah, <coughs> <Ignam>. <coughs> too benign ignorant sheep of it um, and that sheep stuck, <coughs> couldn't do it for itself and how often have we been in a situation where you' feel stuck and I can't do anything I'm stuck and I can't do anything and the shepherd just wants to come along and turn us around the right way and head us in the right direction and in your heart and in your life and in this week as you walk into it God wants to make sure you're heading in the right direction and God wants to make sure that he'll take care of you and he'll provide for you and he'll shelter you and he'll look after you because the Lord is your shepherd you know <clears throat> so many people know this and they know it so, so well that they rob themselves because sometimes it's just a water off a duck's back don't rob ourselves it's real and God is here, and there to bless Father <coughs> as we come before you We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you put your love round about us, over us and under us. We thank you only Father. We have nothing absolute nothing to fear because no no matter what's happening in our hearts no matter what's happening in our home no matter what's happening in our life you will protect us and you will lead us And you will guide us in the pathways of righteousness. And I pray for each one that's here this evening. We pray for your children. Lord, help us to relax in you. Knowing that all is well. Because you are our shepherd. And Father, if there be anything heavy upon our heart. Help us to take it to the shepherd. And leave it with the shepherd. And Father we pray if there be anyone amongst us tonight who doesn't know you in a a real personal way we pray that tonight that they will even go and speak to Graham and Father that they will surrender their life to the shepherd in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.